The Chicago Bulls hope to avoid the post-Paris hangover tonight when they face the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to talk about that game. We're also going to talk the best and worst contracts on the Chicago Bulls and how DJJ has been having a huge impact for the team with his recent play. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host, Hayes, and the Bulls face the Atlanta Hawks today. And while this has been a team that we've played very close, very tough over the last season and a half, this is not going to be an easy matchup for the Chicago Bulls. And so, especially with the Bulls coming off this Paris trip, don't know how jet lag is going to affect them or not. Um, they have had a couple of days to catch up on rest, so let's hope that that's a big thing. They did have practice last night at the Advocate Center, so that's a positive sign as well. This Bulls team needs it, as we've been talking about, taking care of business. They face the Atlanta Hawks. They come in with the 10th-ranked offense in the NBA, but the 21st-ranked defense, they're 15th in rebounds and have a negative point differential. They're 29th in three-pointers made and 23rd in three points attempted. Now, that what does that mean? That means that while the Atlanta Hawks have a high-powered, potent offense, especially when they're rocking and rolling, the defense usually is what hurts them, right? They can score, but they can't really keep other teams from scoring, and so the Bulls need to capitalize off that. As well, the Atlanta Hawks are a solid rebounding team right around the middle of the pack for the NBA, um, but that that's right around the, the where the Bulls sit at as well. And the Bulls have, if they do not rebound the ball well, we've lost games in which we've allowed teams to have huge nights rebounding. So the rebounding battle is going to be highly important here. The three-pointers made, the reason why I point that out is the fact that you would think that the Atlanta Hawks would be a more powered three-point shooting team, even though when they play against us, it seems like they are. But this is something that has hurt the Bulls over the course of the season is three-point shooting. So you want to keep a look uh, a lookout on that. But as always with the Chicago Bulls, it's just the Bulls playing to the level that we know that they can play at. Over the last handful of games, we know we've been playing a lot better over the last 16 games. And so we're 10 and 16 since that Minnesota game where we gave up 150 points. We have the 13th ranked offense right now, the 18th ranked defense, and we come in seventh in the NBA in three-point shooting percentage, even though we don't shoot a lot of threes, but we do hit them at a nice rate uh, when we do take them. So, you know, all those things always for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls have really been hitting an, an off offensive resurgence in a lot of ways, right? Over the last uh, course of the last game, the last 13 games that our big three has played together, right? Because we know DeMar DeRozan missed three games. So out of out of the last 16 we played, the 13, the big three have played together. They are posting their best positive point differential since they came together with positive 3.9 over 330 minutes on the court together. What does that mean? That means the big three are figuring out. Is the bet on continuity that AK made finally starting to rear its ugly head? Well, not ugly head, but rear its head here um, towards the mid middle of the season? It's very well possible. We've already talked about the Bulls have a top 10 offense and defense over the last month in the NBA. So there's a lot to be said about the Bulls improved play. I think the biggest question that we have right now is, is this something that we can bet on? Is this something that's going to stay consistent? The Bulls have been up and down all season long. So with the way that even with the improved play that they've had over a month or so, it really sometimes can feel like fool's goal just because of how this team has failed to execute in a consistent manner so far in the NBA. So we got to hope and expect the Bulls to come in. Like I said before, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of lip service paid from this team in a lot of different areas. Let's hope that it's finally starting to pay off. This game against the Atlanta Hawks really kicks in. Not really, it's not, it's not 
poised to be a necessarily difficult stretch for the Chicago Bulls, but the Bulls do play a lot of games in a condensed amount of time. The NBA is definitely catching up on the Bulls having a combined six days off with three before and three after the Paris game. Uh, so we have a back-to-back. We face Atlanta tonight. Uh, the Indiana Pacers tomorrow. We're right back Thursday with the Charlotte Hornets and Saturday with the Orlando Magic. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, next week, we all have games against the Clippers, Charlotte Hornets, and the Portland Trail Blazers, who, by the way, the Portland Trail Blazers seem to be packing it in. I don't know if that pick's going to convey this season. And that'll be something that we may talk about later on, later down the road in a couple of days or whatever. But that Portland pick, every day that passes, I'm still believing we need to, we need to trade that pick a little bit more. Now, it does have protections on it if it doesn't fall basically the next time the 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 uh trailblazers miss the playoffs we get a first round pick up until 2028 i think at that point it conveys into two second round picks but you know that's that's a story for another day when we talk more about trade so uh but the bulls are heading into a part of their schedule where they're going to be playing a lot of games in in minuscule nights we just talked about over the next uh, seven, ten, seven to ten days we face we have seven games so it's 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 not a lot of nice off for the Chicago Bulls as they're trying to make their move for hopefully a playoff push. They have to get it together. And so this is a this is a game to monitor and watch just what kind of intensity do they come out with? Did the pair strip help them bond together a little bit more? Did it help reset their palate to where they're going to be ready to fire on all cylinders from now until the end of the season? They need to. The Bulls cannot take anything lightly for the remainder of the season if they want to avoid the playing tournament. I think it's all but said that they're going to make the playing tournament. But as we talked about yesterday, this is the time for the Bulls to make their move with better play, with winning the week every single week, right? Not winning every game in the week, but overall winning the week. The Bulls can very well get out of that playing tournament, but it's going to be tough. And so I don't know if they're going to have enough energy to do so and push through that we may be destined for the plan. But, you know, it'll all be told on the court right now. The Indiana Pacers loses of the last seven games. The Atlanta Hawks lost their last game. We already talked about yesterday how this is the time for the Bulls to kind of make have a chance over the next two games to go from 10th to possibly 8th and even maybe 7th when you have the Knicks also losing four in a row. It could be. But every time we, we talk about this and we set up like this is the time for the Bulls to make the move, they seem, to, they seem to shit the bed. So let's hope that that's not the case this time for the Chicago Bulls. Let's hope they have a, a much better week. They need to contain Trey Young. Uh, DeJounte Murray's healthy. The Bulls have basically a fully healthy injury report as well. So we could possibly be seeing the return of Javante Green. But it looks like Goran Dragic did not practice yesterday because he had a non-COVID-related illness. So the Bulls are going to be closest to their, their most high-powered that we've seen them uh, do in fully healthy roster. Um, for a while now here, if Javante comes back, if Goran ends up does play, or even if he does sit with injury, that just probably means more minutes for Kobe, and that gives an easier way for Javante to slide back in with DJJ playing much better here recently, and we'll get to talk about that here in a second. But So, you know, this game against the Hawks is a game to watch. It's a game that hopefully it's a fun game for the Bulls, and the Bulls come in and they take care of business. This is not a team that you want to overlook. Yeah, they only have two, uh, three more wins than us. But again, this is a team that has played us tough since since this team formed together. And even then, with them adding DeJounte Murray, who I don't think played in the last game that we played against them, it, it, it's really going to be a tough game defensively for the Bulls. DeJounte Murray guarding his friend in Zach Levine. What can Io DeSumo uh, do against Trey Young? That DeMar DeRozan is going to be highly important in this game. And Vooch, this is going to be a game where it's not going to be easy for Vooch. The, the matchup that he's going to be coming up against on, on in that center position and down low, he's going to have to play well. Patrick Williams is going to have to continue his improved play as well against, against against Collins, a player that 
Wilder has had a disappointing season. We know he can go off, and the Bulls are susceptible to letting players that find their rhythm against the Bulls. So we need all of that to come along for the Chicago Bulls. Um, it's good to see Zach Levine back playing well in this big three. Finally, playing well together. And I don't know if we've ever seen this big three look as good together as they have on the court. We, we, before DeMar went down, we had like three or four games in a row where the big three all scored over 20 points. So, you know, it, is the bet on continuity starting to come off and pay off? Maybe it is. Maybe in an unexpected way. The fact that it's paying off halfway through the season still to me points that we need to do something different um, with this roster, or with the bench or somewhere in there. But the book experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Those are playing much better and I, and I do want to spend time acknowledging that it's not just surface level the Bulls have been playing better basketball for a month haven't been winning throughout that whole month but we're 10 and 6 winning record over that time so let's see what the Bulls can do it all starts tonight against the Atlanta Hawks the next thing I want to get into and this was an interesting article from Bleacher Report they had the best and worst contracts on every team I want to get you guys feelings on this. They had Caruso listed as the best contract for the Chicago Bulls with his three-year uh, $28.4 million deal. And a lot of what they quoted in this is why he's the best uh, contract for the Bulls. It's just the point difference. Uh, Alice Caruso is a advanced analytics darling. Like, let's, let's just be clear there. Um, having a, a positive point differential of plus seven over the course of his NBA career, that means that he helps add wins to teams. And when you look at the fact that uh, Sports Track has the the worth of his play listed as ninety three point two million, and we're playing twenty eight point four million dollars over three years. Listen, Alex Caruso is balling. I know a lot of people who just look at box scores don't really understand the impact that Alex Caruso has for the Chicago Bulls, but it's there. Every single metric, except like points per game, if you're looking at that, points to Alex Caruso being a huge part of the Bulls when they do find success. So. I don't necessarily disagree with with Alice Caruso being the best contract. I still look at DeMar DeRozan as well. Just the season that DeMar's had last season and stuff, even though, yeah, the ball does, the offense does slow down and stuff with a minute 
He's a good value contract for the Chicago Bulls as well. One that I don't know if they're going to get that same type of value for when it comes to the extension time, but I guess we'll see. But Alex Caruso being listed as the best contract for the Chicago Bulls. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. Now, the player listed as the worst contract for the Chicago Bulls, and this just makes sense, even though when he's on the court, I disagree with it, but the fact that he is not able to be on the court, and we're talking about Lonzo Ball here, it points at being the worst contracts. Three years, 600, I mean, 600, woo, $61.4 million with him. Um, and it's crazy. Like, over the course of the of the season that we had Lonzo in there, we were 27 and 13. We had We were leading the Eastern Conference. Since then, you know, we did win, 20, we went 24 of 23 um, without Lonzo Ball um, in the games that we didn't have him. So we still had a winning record, but much less. And even then we had, on the back end of that, we went 19 and 23 on the back end of that. So it is important. Lonzo Ball is hugely important for the Chicago Bulls. And I do think that's why it hurts so much that he's not on the court. That's why it hurts so much that we basically have to eat a year of his contract just because of injury. So we'll see what ends up happening with Lonzo in the long term of this for the Chicago Bulls. And you know, I can't really give a, uh, outside of me trying to force it in, it makes perfect sense they have it listed, have him listed as the worst contract for the Chicago Bulls. But I want to throw the question to you guys. Who do you think is the best value contract for the Bulls? What do you think is the worst value contract for the Chicago Bulls? Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. All right, before we go, and talking about impact and talking about players and how they've been playing for the Chicago Bulls, I wanted to spend some time talking about Derrick Jones Jr. And this is something that I don't do. I don't talk about Derrick Jones Jr. a lot in post games, even when he has big games, even after the Paris game in which he went off and had very spectacular dunks because it, you, you almost take for granted how good DJJ's been playing. And I'm talking about me here. I'm not even talking about any of you guys. You guys very well could rate DJJ very much. D Derrick Jones Jr. is averaging only 7.5 points per game, but he's doing so on 62% shooting from the field, 45% shooting from three-point range, and 71% shooting from the free throw line. Now, I like to see him get that free throw shooting percentage up because with his athleticism and things, he's going to get to the line a lot. So I would like to see that go up for him. But Derrick Jones Jr. is balling. He's only averaging 18 minutes per game, um, and he's been extremely efficient for us. Derrick Jones Jr. is playing ball in a way right now that is just, it's the energy is felt out there. He's averaging 1.5 offensive rebounds per 36 minutes, which is a huge stat for the Bulls because we don't get a lot of offensive rebounds. He's averaging 1.8 blocks per 36 minutes, and that puts him in the 94th percentile amongst players that qualify for that ranking. He's in the 65th percentile in steals per 36 minutes, uh, and you know, and also his block shots. And, you know, when you when you combine this offense and defense, we have a positive net rating of 4.1, which puts him in the 79th percentile amongst players. What does that all mean? That boils down to simply, simply terms. Derrick Jones Jr. is balling, bro. He's balling. And that's just what it is. Derrick Jones Jr. is playing great for the Chicago Bulls over this recent stretch, right? Over the improved play for the Bulls. Since he's been getting more minutes, that's what he's been getting. On the season, he's averaging 5.9 points per game. But we're talking about since in the 16-game stretch that the Bulls have been playing better and he's been getting more minutes. Derrick Jones Jr., while a lot of Bulls fans hate small ball, has really forced the Bulls to have to play small ball because he's just impacting the game that much more than even what Andre Drummond was when he was playing well. Now, I do think and want to see Andre Drummond get back into the rotation in a meaningful way. But at some point, there's only so many minutes to go around. When you look at Drummond, when you look at Javante, when you look at Derrick Jones Jr., with all these players healthy, one of them is not going to play a lot. And right now, that player is Andre Drummond. But DJJ has been playing great. And this piggybacks off him last season when some of his best basketball 
happened when he was playing backup center before he went down with injury. Then when he came back, he was never quite himself again. But Derrick Jones Jr., yeah, per 36 minutes is not a perfect stat. Let me be clear here. Per 36 minutes is not a perfect stat. And when people just use that to kind of just say that this is what the player would do if they got 36 minutes, that's usually false. I like to use per 36 minutes more as a type of, this is the type of impact that you're having. Not necessarily saying that those numbers would hold true if he's going to be getting 36 minutes a game, but he's, he's, Derek Jones Jr. is just playing well for the Chicago Bulls right now. And outside of just the box score, when DJJ comes in the game, the energy changes. He is a player that up that, and I think sometimes we can overlook and forget how important it is to get the crowd in a game. And Derek Jones Jr. provides that with his style of play, with the energy, with the block shots, with just the highlight reel dunks. Derek Jones Jr. brings that, and it's and it's an energy shift for the team as well. And you can tell that difference when he's out there on the court with the team. I don't. I just wanted to spend some time since we were talking about contracts and things like that to give DJJ his flowers because he is playing really good for the Chicago Bulls. And when you're talking about value contracts, he signed a two-year, $6.6 million deal with the Chicago Bulls, only getting paid a little over $3 million per year. And he's not only cracked his way back into the rotation, but he's been a big part of when the Bulls play winning basketball and, and been a huge part of that. So that cannot go overlooked. It's I really came in, I think most of us came in when we re-signed Derrick Jones Jr. We were kind of like, oh, well, we re-signed him, uh, okay. But thought he would fall out of the rotation, and he did to start the season. But he slowly worked himself up. He slowly worked himself getting back into that rotation. And now that he's in it, I don't know if he's necessarily going to give up that, that spot in the rotation. It's going to be hard-pressed to, to get Derrick Jones Jr. to not be where he is right now, man. He is balling. And I love it. I love seeing how he plays. I love seeing just the effort and energy he puts up with. In the month of January right now, he's averaging 18.8 minutes per game. I don't see that changing for the Chicago Bulls. He's balling right now. He's a big part of why we're playing better and winning basketball. And let's hope that continues for him in a time where we need it. That's just what it boils down to. We need Derrick Jones Jr.'s play right now. Let me know what you guys think on Derrick Jones Jr. season so far and the impact he's had for the Chicago Bulls. But that's it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red It's game day. I'll be locked in tonight, y'all. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't 
won't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 